It's party time. P-A-R-T-Y. Because I got it. Hello and welcome to episode 61 of Under the Cull of MS. There's a little mask quote from the movie with John Perry. John Perry. <laughs> All right, we're going to talk about Itty Bitty Mask. From Dark Horse Comics and Art Balthazar and Franco from Oh Yeah Comics. This is a fun four-issue run, just like the Itty Bitty Hellboy run that we did we got the mask character that was well basically a guy goes into a store looking for a gift for his wife's anniversary thinks it's a a beauty store type layout and uh He's this mask, says he wants it, tells the guy he'll give anything for him. Guy, the shopkeeper keeps saying, mask, not for you. But he takes the masks any, mask anyways. <laughs> Doesn't pay the guy for the masks. So it's kind of rude how he just grabs the guy's stuff and takes off. Later on down the line, you'll see uh, him meet up with the character again and actually give the guy some money, saying he didn't pay him and stuff. And give him some money, but the guy still doesn't want him to have the mask. But he takes the mask anyways. Uh, his, I can't remember if it's his wife's mother or his mother. It's either his mother or his mother-in-law. Puts the mask on. And if you know the mask movies and stuff, you'll know. You know how what happens then. You basically get that little super mask ability. And uh, she basically goes crazy cooking, making pancakes. So many pancakes, the whole town could eat them. Eric's knitting, basically knits a sweater so big that it covers the their whole apartment complex that they live in. Uh, you get a mayor that gets the masks and does certain things, like goes and takes a bite out of the moon. <laughs> you got a zoo full of carrots different animals and stuff that a bunch of animals like a lion and elephant and giraffe and stuff they all get a masks mask put on them and get their little super powered abilities and all kinds of all kinds of chaotic stuff ensues from the mask of course and the poor shopkeeper keeps going around saying mask not for lion, mask not for you, mask not for mares, going around trying to get the mask back. 
and you get to see what ensues. But this is a ex another excellent run. It's family friendly. It's fun for both kids and adults. I had a lot of fun reading it. Uh, I like how Franco's drew the mother character based off his own mother. You also see little cartoon sketches of Art Baltazar and Franco in these. Yeah, it's a ton of fun. Check them out. And, oh, yeah. Make sure you check out oh yeah Comics. Uh, they have their podcast, their website. I mean, these guys are everywhere. Uh, and, of course, they got on there. You can buy comics and stuff right through their website. It's like they got right away on the cover page. You got an unbeatable Squirrel Girl right there. It's a great Powers of Squirrel Girl, which was a really fun graphic novel that I talked about in the past. And pick up a bunch of their good comics on here. I still got a lot more to go. I'm just freshly getting into all their stuff. Uh, you can check out. Art Baltazar, he has famous cartoonists say things in the morning. He sits there and drinks his cup of coffee while talking about stuff, drawing stuff. Uh, they have different drawing videos. Tons of great fun ones. I You can spend quite a bit of time watching all these. You have famous cartoonists draw things and stuff. Those episodes are fun. Yeah, them doing thing at the con, things at comic cons. They got to get together with some other people and do live Facebook feeds randomly here and there, and then they uh, can get the replays on YouTube. Different things with Franco talking comics and talking with other comic. Uh, People in the comic industry and stuff. Yeah. Check those guys out. They're a lot of fun. A lot of great stuff out there to keep you busy. And since we're on the whole drawing thing, there's this nice little pop-up that I got out of a Wizard magazine. I can't remember which issue. But it was the Legacy of Spider-Man. And it's got a lot of the sketchwork from Spider-Man throughout the years, which is nice. So if you are an artist, you'll appreciate the sketch work done here before the finalized products. And then a couple of other, other little fun, family-friendly style comics. Uh, got the Simpsons comics, number 146. I picked this one up. Because Marge is on the cover doing a roller roller derby type thing. And in this, you got the little Texan, rich Texan guy has the, his roller derby team and sees Marge attack a thief that steals a lady's purse. And she chases him down and catches him. And, and the guy invites her to come and try out for their roller derby team. She gets in there. The roller derby gals treat her kind of 
rudely beat her up and she decides not to do it but then her and Lisa find out that well Lisa finds out by reading a book about Marge's childhood idol and she was a roller roller derby queen herself and she teaches Marge a few things and Marge gets back in a derby does great gets them in their championship and stuff and Lots of stuff and happens throughout it. And I have to read it to find out what happens in the end and stuff. But yeah, it's another good Simpsons comic. It was a fun one. I always like the roller derbies. Got to go to a couple of them in Milwaukee back in the day. And then yeah, Scooby Doo number forty seven. This is a mining town that has a bat problem. Every night, night all these bats come out of the mines and attack the people in the town. And the Scooby gang just happens to be around, and they're like, "Well, we'll check it out. We'll see what's going on and stuff." And they find out things like these are everybody's like they're vampire bats that are attacking us and. And the Scooby gang finds out it's not vampire bats, it's fruit bats. They're being basically manipulated into being vampire bats and stuff and manipulated into attacking the villagers and stuff. And you got to find out, have to read it to find out why and learn a little bit more about what's going on in this town before the... Evil kids all the crimes and stop the evildoers. But, but yeah, those are a variety of fun, family-friendly style comics. Check them out. Check out the Oh Yeah Gang. They have lots of great stuff to get your children interested in the comics. And yeah, do a little. MS stuff, of course. Let's talk about multiple sclerosis in the workplace. The decision to leave the workforce for any reason is always stressful. The decision to leave the workforce because of disability can be particularly difficult and is often associated with feelings of loss and fear of the unknown. Work is an important part of one's identity. In addition to economic security, work provides structure and routine and motivation and a sense of belonging. Work is also an important contributor to physical and mental health and quality of life. Onset and progression of MS can make continuing to work increasingly difficult. Unfortunately, the decision to leave work is often made early in the disease course. In the absence of an informed decision-making process and at a time when the diagnosis and experience of symptoms may overwhelm and overshadow one's belief about their ability to maintain employment. 
the signals that it's time to consider leaving the workforce. One of the first steps in considering the decision to leave the workforce should be to remind should be to remind yourself that the choice is yours and yours alone. It is wise to get opinions and consult close friends, family members, significant others, and your healthcare professionals. Still, at the end of the day, it is your body, your mind, your job, and you will know better than anybody else when and if it is time for you to stop working. Every individual is unique, and there is no advice about stopping employment that applies to everyone. Rather than promoting your health and well-being, your work is putting your mental and physical health, your quality of life, and the relationships you value at risk. It may be time to consider reducing your workload, changing jobs, or leaving employment. Workplace discrimination or negative coworker attitudes may also make the workplace highly stressful. Make the workplace a highly stressful environment and ultimately an unhealthy place to be. I see this a lot where people are being treated like crap by other employees or their employers because of their disease progression and their issues they're having because it's a invisible disease. They don't understand what we're going through and they think they do because they've had those feelings, but nothing like <laughs> someone with a chronic condition actually feels. But everybody thinks they know everything, and they always got to be a bunch of bullies, no matter what. And you're going to experience those people everywhere you go. Just uh, ignore it, do your job. If it gets out of hand, talk to a lawyer. There are a lot of great lawyers out there that will take care of things for you and help you out with those issues because there's no reason for workplace discrimination as long as you feel you can do your job and you're doing it to your best of your ability and you're getting your job completed there's no reason that an employer should take your positions away from you downgrade you or whatever unless they actually see issues in what you're doing there's a lot of people that hide their multiple sclerosis as long as they can because many people employers and stuff when they find out they'll fire you they'll drop you they don't want to pay extra medical expenses they don't want to deal with you taking days off or for certain issues and all that they just don't want to deal with it so they rudely will end many people's employment because of it and it's just it's not right and you're also got to take into consideration and if you can't handle the job you're in do you go and start applying for something else worrying about if you'll get a job and then all of a sudden you start and a week later all of a sudden you have a relapse or collapse on the job or have a major issue and or do you go and start your own business and work for yourself and 
And then you got to look at the cost of doing that and getting set up and then the stress of it in the long run. I mean, it's not easy running businesses. I've ran convenience stores I've owned. I ran moving companies. I ran construction companies, construction crews. I ran bar restaurants, all kinds of businesses. And it's all it is is way more stress on you. And it is a 24-7 thing. I mean, you can may have a day off, but you're going to spend that day thinking about work, working on work, doing whatever. Always something that needs to be done. So if you're going to go that route, you also got to realize it's going to be a lot more stressful probably than what it is just working for someone else. And you would think by this day and age with the whole COVID and everything, there'd be more and more online jobs opening up and stuff like that which would be way better for us that we could structure around our life around home and just get up do your job on your computer and then if you need to take a break you can take a break you don't have to worry about the stress of the environment around you you're at your home you can sit there and do whatever you need to to make yourself feel better and get through whatever issues you're having and go back to work. And it's like the nice thing about and having an online style job, if you're not set for certain hours and stuff, you can work whenever you want. Work when you feel your best. And it's, it's ridiculous that so many companies that are computer based are still renting buildings to put employees in to do their job. It's like, why waste that money renting a business when employees can be at their own home and then it doesn't cost you that extra <clears throat> expense of rentals and insurances and all that stuff. And then you also don't have to worry about the employees being out on the road or having accidents or not showing up to work or whatever. They're at home. Do your job. If you feel like crap, work around it. Like, one of the greatest employers out there that I've ever heard of, you know what? He doesn't care. I mean, unless you got to be there for a program or something like that, do your job. Get it done. Do it on your own hours, your own terms, whatever. But as long as you get your job done, you get paid, everybody's happy. The way it should be. And I see these people in factories to this day. Can't wear headphones? I mean, really? <laughs> I mean, you're standing there bored out of your mind, just pushing a button at a press or whatever. Let these employees listen to the podcast, listen to their music or whatever. You're going to find out that they're going to be working at a little bit higher pace, probably. Working in a happier pace. Happy employees means better products, more products. And that's what you want from your company. So I don't understand why we still have this. Uh, aggressive 
I don't know, communist <laughs> just type of atmosphere in so many businesses that just amazes me. These companies spend a lot of money having all these employees there. And so you would think you'd want a more productive atmosphere. Yeah, it's not me. It's their choice. So. But before making any decisions, it is advisable to first speak to a professional, such as a rehabilitation counselor, career counselor, who can help you explore your options, see where you are physically, see if you definitely can't do the job that you already are doing, if you have to focus on different things and stuff. And a lot of us end up losing our ability to walk and or have to walk with assisted devices or stuff like that, and that can hamper your jobs. So yeah, look at that too. And with driving and stuff, and as the years go on, our abilities make our driving more and more limited for some of us. I know not everybody's got the issues. Many are perfect. And don't have to worry about anything. <laughs> Some of us do, and got to work around those things. You have an accommodation plan in place. You and your employer both feel that you are being reasonably accommodated, but you still are unable to perform essential job functions at an adequate level. It may be time to consider retirement. Have an open dialogue with your employer to ensure that every reasonable effort has been made and all possible accommodations have been explored to overcome those limitations. It is also beneficial to explore other positions that might be available with your employer. Rather than giving up working entirely, perhaps a career change that would enable you to continue working in a different field is an option. You have made the definite decision to leave the workforce. It is essential to plan ahead. First, develop a realistic assessment of your financial needs and resources by itemizing your expenses. And if you are married or living with a significant other, factor in their income and expenses as well. You may consider applying for disability benefits from the Social Security Administration, Supplement Security Income, and Social Security debit. Disability insurance are federal benefit programs designed to provide income to people with disabilities in the form of month, monthly stipend, stipend, stipends. Monthly payments can also be accompanied by health insurance coverage from Medicaid and Medicare. A process for applying for Social Security disability income can be Time-consuming and frustrating for most to apply for SSDI, regardless of disability type or medical condition. Their initial application will be denied. If you get denied, you have the option to appeal that decision. And it is generally advised that you do so because appeals are granted at a much higher rate than original applications. I know some people will try three, four, five times before they get it worked out. 
keep in mind that applying for SSDI, you must be able to prove that you are unable to work. Therefore, it is recommended that your doctors and especially your neurologist are aware in advance of your decision to apply. Your neurologist or physician can help clearly state the impact of your MS symptoms on your ability to work at, the productive, at a productive level. It may be beneficial to retain benefits attorneys to, to assist in the appeals and considerations. This will also increase your chance of being accepted and acquiring benefits. Applying for being awarded and receiving disability benefits is, a, is lengthy and involved process. It is important to be prepared for that. And it's, it's a pain in the ass. It's a lot of effort for a little bit of help. <laughs> And one thing you're going to find out when you do go on disability and your life changes, because most of us made four or five, six times of what you're going to get from disability to live off of. You're basically going to have enough to pay some bills, pay your, pay for your medications, hopefully, and have a little left over for food, gas, whatever. It's not easy if you're alone. Many people's relationships fall apart because of this damn disease. And find out then that you're... <laughs> Pretty much many people end up moving back in with their relatives or someone else as the disease progresses anyways because their abilities to get around or if you're luckier you might get into some type of housing for the disabled i can't say luckier hopefully it's a good environment because there are many bad environments where people with ms or disabilities or elderly people or stuff are being abused on a regular basis at a lot of these care facilities which is just so, so wrong. But if you are being abused in any way, shape, or form, do not hesitate. Get a hold of these lawyers in Milwaukee. Just dial the sevens. 777-7777. There are so many lawyers out there that will take your case. If you have any type of issues like this, they will get people in there right away. Have it checked out and gone through. And many of these lawyers, I mean, don't, do not use a lawyer that requires you to pay any fees. There are so many lawyers out there today that will take your case if you have a legitimate case, and they will do it for free until the case is finalized, and then they take their, their commission or percentage out of there, and that's the way to go. It's well worth it in the long run. You got to get past all these issues because if you live a life with this continuing to go on, it's just going to destroy you, destroy your financials, destroy everything. And it's just it's a sad, sad world out there, but there's a lot of jackasses that we got to watch out for. 
thankfully and unthankfully, <laughs> we're coming into an age where there's cameras almost everywhere now, which can be a good or bad thing. <laughs> but yeah, you gotta with all the can camera abilities and stuff it's easy to get some type of evidence or something and there's recording devices everyone on your phones have verbal and video recording abilities and all that stuff so you can try just about anything to get figured out and get people caught for what the hell's going on these days but yeah and hopefully you got to understand an employer if you are in that situation right now where you're just starting to try and figure it all out, what you're going to do and stuff. If not, make sure you keep track, keep records of anything you can. Because a lot of people do stupid stuff when they're trying to get rid of you or whatever. So, yeah, if you're out there, you know, yeah. Be good to each other. Talk to you in a couple days.